want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go.
All right, we started off with something a bit different mm-hmm. this week. We heard Comrades, which is a local Rochester act with the song Pocket Full of Knife. Very good. And I hear Comrades is going to be playing with Front 242 at Photo City. On the 20th. Yep. Looking forward to that. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yep, something different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, how was your week? It was good. Yeah. It was a pretty good week, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good. Pretty good week, and um, Saturday night was a lot of fun. Yeah, so we went to Oz's 40th birthday thrash. Yep. At, uh, the, at the fantastic bug jar. Yep. We haven't been there in a minute. Which is like the CBGBs of Rochester. Yeah. Um, kicked off the night with Baba Yaga, yes. which I don't think I've ever seen before. I have not either. Um, and then the Camelsons, Camelsons yep. which we've also never seen. No, these are a uh, uh, couple of younger guys. Yeah. And doing some fine death metal. Yep. They were fun. Yep. Yep. And then, of course, Oz played. Yep. Necro Stalker. Yep. And then Wald Hexen closed out the night. Yep. There was a ton of people there. It was a cool vibe. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. It was awesome. The sound in the bug jar last night was like rocking. Saturday night, you mean? Yes, <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. And um, it was a late night for us. We're not... Oof, yeah, I'm not cut out for that anymore. Used to being out that late anymore, but it was good. It was yeah. definitely worth it. We didn't get to bed till what, 3.30? I think. Sunday yeah. morning? Yeah. Yep. But it was worth it. Good times. It was fun. Yeah, it was It was a lot of fun. Yep. Wald Hexen's next show is October 8th, playing Buffalo for the first time. Yeah. Looking forward to that. Yeah. For a... Uh, Vile Tyrant's 10-year anniversary show. Yeah. Who all's on that show? Oh, there is Bound and Quartered. Wald Hexen, of course. Thou Shall Not. Thou Shalt Not. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, IATT, which is a black metal band from Philly. Blasphemous, which is a black and death metal band from Philly. And, of course, Vile Tyrant. Nice. From Utica. Nice. Um, that's at the Mohawk place, right? Yes, it is. Which we, I know they have a lot of shows there. We just experienced that recently for the first time. Yep. I know, that's a cool place. It's charming. Yep. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, so we have something else fun in the works. We do. The Grimms. Yeah. <clears throat> we put feelers out for, well, we, you, put feelers out for... A gimme metal slot mm-hmm. for Grimm. Mm-hmm. So we have a, what's it called? Listener. Yeah. A listener show, it's called. Um, which is basically a trial for them and for us. Mm-hmm. So that's coming up on September 24th yep. at 11 a.m. Yes. We get two hours. Um, it's pre-recorded, but we join the chat room live and interact with anyone else who's in there. Yeah. Um, and for people that don't know what Gimme Metal is, it's a really cool, um, it's basically two live streams, two audio live streams, plus there's a video stream 
and for people that subscribe to the monthly service which is i think 4.99 a month or something like that you get access to the vault which is all of the pre-recorded shows ah cool um they have a bunch of like well-known guest djs and regular shows it's kind of like a metal radio station yeah um i'm looking forward to it and it's cool and there's a big community yeah it's huge yeah um Um, dan looker has a show on there mm -hmm. and uh we've listened with him yep at least a couple times i think yeah well he would interact in the chat room yeah it's fun yeah it's a cool thing yeah so we're honored to be part of it yeah we are uh, it was a totally different experience for us. Yeah. <laughs> so we have Grimm pretty much down to a science. Mm-hmm. Like we just get in our groove, we do our thing and mm-hmm. move on. But mm-hmm. the Gimme Metal is like a completely different platform. Yep. And there's kind of like a format that you they want you to follow. Right. And like rules. And I get it. Mm-hmm. It totally makes sense. But um, we completely underestimated. Yeah. It seemed very simple and like, oh, that's going to take us no time at all. And it, I won't say what the amount of talking that we did was. You'll have to listen to hear. But but uh, it took us almost five hours to record. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it's ridiculous. Yeah. And the this, this complete show is two hours. Yeah. <laughs> with like, I think. 20 four, songs. 20 songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. But, anyway, hopefully people will check that out. Yes, please. Participate in the chat. We have a whole bunch of cool trivia to throw oh, yeah. in the chat yep. when we're We added trivia. When we're on. And we um, definitely paid homage to Rochester. Oh, yes, we did. And the scene. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's play some tunes.
We just listened to Apparition with the song Soul Secretion off their expanded reissue of Granular Transformation out October 14th on Chaos Records. Then after that was Theotoxin with the song World Burn For Us. This is coming off of their upcoming fourth album, Fragment Toten Rue. <laughs> out <laughs> October 28th on AOP Records. And then we went into Vacuous with the song Body of Punishment off their debut album, Dreams of Dysphoria, out October 18th on Misako Un Ojo and Dark Descent Records. Booyah! <laughs> so you know how they say there's someone out there for everyone? Yeah, and there is. Maybe not this guy. Uh-oh. <laughs> have you heard of Amu Haji? No, I can't say that I have. Um, he's an Iranian bachelor. Okay. Who is 80 years old. There's a picture of him here that is super interesting. Okay. Um, apparently, he's, he's looking for love now. Um, so the problem that he's facing is, and I don't know if this plays into his finding a date or what he's going to do about it, if anything, but he has not washed or showered or bathed in over six decades. Yes, I have heard about this guy. And doesn't he have, um, I'm, it, I can't even call it a film. Like he's crusty, right? He sure is. <laughs> yeah. That's, um, he looks like, uh, like there's a picture of his head. <laughs> and it looks, it looks like he's covered with soot, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, so the story goes on to say, I don't know what life he's lived, but uh, he hated eating clean food and and drink, it says. He ate roadkill. For, this sounds like an Onion article, but it's not. It says he ate roadkill for food. His favorite dish was rotten porcupine. Oh. Um, in addition, he smoked animal feces from a pipe whenever he wanted to sit and relax. I don't know <laughs> All right. where this came from, but uh, um, so he's looking for a date now. Apparently. Okay. All right. Um, I wonder where you take his date out for dinner. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it says he's, he slept in holes that he dug in the ground. Um, oh, he's 88 years old now. Wow. And it says he hasn't washed since the days of the Eisenhower administration. Um, his fear of cleanliness stems from an emotional trauma he suffered in his youth. Oh, that's sad. Does it say what happened to him? Mm, yes, but I don't know. So it says... uh. <gasps> That he fell in love with a young woman in his youth, but she rejected him. Oh. He entirely withdrew from society. And uh, I guess this is how it manifested. 
But now he's ready for to give it another shot. Um, but he still doesn't want to bathe. I, it, I don't think, yeah, I don't think so. Um, so later in the article, it says that he, he has shocked the medical community because despite his appalling hygiene, that's their words, not mine, um, apparently he's like super healthy. He has no disease causing bacteria or parasites, it says. Um, he has an exceptionally strong immune system. Yeah, I can imagine. Eating roadkill. Yeah. They're, they're surmising that he has this immune system because of uh, all of the like unsanitary... Like, I guess he either had to die or become a super immune. being. Immune, yeah. He's like a super bug. Yeah. So... I don't know. I don't know what's ahead for this guy, but So what's he on like match dot com or I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't say. That's actually kind of a sad story that he fell in love with somebody that rejected him and then <sighs> Yeah. Not only that, but like uh, apparently I don't know, I, I I guess I'm assuming that like Nobody was close enough to him to like help him through it. Kind of put him back on the rails. Yeah. But you don't know the yeah. story. You don't know. Like we have had friends and family members that you can't control their lives or what they do. You know you what I mean? You can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. Right. Yep. Um I will say though. I feel like he probably doesn't stink as bad as you would think he does. <laughs> like at this point, do you think he just smells like, you know, dry dirt? Yeah, yeah, maybe. Like it's just it's just too old. Yeah. Like even the smell died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um I know someone who might be interested in him.
a don from people on people is an israeli grind band from the 90s mm-hmm. um we had him on a few weeks ago what we just heard was a hardcore band project that he did after people called meshigan corpse i'm probably pronouncing that wrong translated from hebrew um we heard the song cigarettes and there's kind of a funny video that goes along with it yeah yeah. Um, parts of that remind me of like Brujeria. I don't know if you can hear any of that in there. But I don't know. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's different. Cool. It's definitely different. It's got a unique style. Yeah. And I like it. I don't know what he's saying, but that's something about cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. You know I bring it every week. All right. Are you ready for some weird facts? Let's have it. Okay. So, first one. In 1983, Peter Rainbart confessed to the murder and dismemberment of his wife after a corpse was discovered in the town Peat Bog. The body was then dated to 1740 A.D., and Rain Bart tried to retract his confession. <laughs> but he was still convicted and spent the rest of his years in prison oh, wow. for killing and dismembering his wife. Did they find... You know how they say if there's no like victim or no body, there's no crime or whatever? Um, I'm sure I'm getting that wrong, but... No, I don't think so. I don't think that's... Well, I mean, even if they can't... I mean, how many times have they not been able to find a body but someone is convicted yeah you know what i mean yeah so like did they ever find does it say no no that's all i got that's pretty funny yeah i mean it's not funny but ironic yes ironic's a good word um this is your worst nightmare are you ready for this one does this have something to do with triangle toilet paper no even worse oh my god what there's a cave in Mexico. Uh, um, is there snakes in there? There is. No. Known as the Cantimo Bat Cave or Cave of the Hanging Serpents. Oh, no. That is home to hundreds of blind and deaf snakes that hang from the ceiling to hunt bats. Wow. How do they know they're deaf and blind, though? <laughs> Maybe they asked them. <laughs> Hey, bud, can you see? <laughs> huh? <laughs> they just hang there waiting for bats? Yeah. Hmm. It sounds like... It sounds inefficient. This one I'm a little confused by, and I meant to look it up to see if I could find more content. Maybe you know something about this. Urine was so important to the textile industry of the 16th century England that casts of it an estimated amount equivalent to the urine stream of 1,000 people for an entire year was shipped from across the country to Yorkshire. Why did they... What were they doing with urine Mm, for textiles? I don't know. I'm not sure. Hmm. 
Maybe somebody listening will know. Maybe. I can't I can't correlate the two to understand why urine was so Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Impactful to the textile industry. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing with it. Uh this next one's kind of creepy. Especially for me, because mosquitoes attack the fuck out of me. Uh-huh. There is a distinct variety of mosquito that's evolved to live in the London underground. Unlike its above-ground counterpart, it doesn't hibernate and feeds mostly on human blood rather than bird. Hmm. So they're like vampire mosquitoes that don't die. (laughs) Wow. Yay. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Oh, I wanted to know if you knew this fact. John Hinckley Jr.'s motive for attempting to assassinate Ronald Reagan was to try and woo Jodie Foster. Foster. Nope, never heard that. I didn't know that. You didn't? No. That's perfectly rational. They got married after that. Oh, you knew that from Taxi Driver, huh? No. No? It says here... I don't know where your mind just went. <laughs> well, l- well, let me read it. Okay, okay. John Hinckley Jr.'s motive for attempting to assassinate Ronald Reagan was to try and woo Jodie Foster, with whom he was obsessed, emulating Robert De Niro's character from the film Taxi Driver. Oh, okay. That's okay. where I went okay. with it. Okay. <laughs> I got ya. So how did you know if you didn't correlate it to Taxi Driver? Um... I'd read it a while ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Never heard that. It's interesting. I remember, I think we talked about it on the show, how um, the main character in Greatest American Hero had that last name. Mm, yeah. And they like, I think uh, the second episode or something, they changed it. Yeah. They changed his last name. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh the vocal effect used in the song Zombie by the Cranberries is known as keening. Did you know that? Keening? Yeah. No. That sounds like something on Urban Dictionary. That's some weird sex act. <laughs> what would keening entail if it was a sex act? I don't know. <sighs> well, you said it. Um, it'd have something to do with like, uh, what's that one? Like Arabian goggles or something like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Go look it up. Nope. <laughs> okay, back to Keening. That is not a sex act. Um, this is a wailing sound used in Ireland to mourn the dead at funerals. Huh. I wonder if this is like... Uh, where were those people from? It was on one of those reality shows. Like a 90 Day Fiance or something. Uh, where were they from? I can't remember. I think I'll remember. But the family would make this noise. Oh, a celebratory noise. That yeah. was celeb. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it's like that, but. But the opposite, because yeah. this is for mourning. Uh-huh. I think a lot of cultures have different sounds it, like that. Was it Tunisia? Maybe, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. Um, that's all I got. There's another random one. Um, apparently in 2018, a Missouri deer poacher was sentenced to watch the Disney film Bambi at least once a month for the duration of his prison stay. (laughs) Man, that's torture. Yeah. Did they do the, 
the uh, Ludovico thing to his eyes. <laughs> like Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Like pin his eyes yeah. open. You're going to watch these cartoons. <laughs> and you're going to feel bad for Bambi. Yeah. All right. Let's play some tunes. All right. Up first, we're going to hear Unmerciful with the song The Incineration. This is coming off of the Wrath Encompassed release. This came out on Willow Tip Records in 2020. And then we're going to go into Falls of Seraphs from France with the song The Eradication Dogma off their upcoming debut release from Dust to Creation out October 24th on Memento Mori. Oh, 
You know how I think I asked you, um, it might have been like a week ago about if you have ever been drawn into like some video maybe on social media that's kind of takes commitment. It's long. I mean, we're used to like one or two minute things, but like you have to commit to 10 or 15 minutes. And then at the end, you're just like, what? I just, this went nowhere. And I completely wasted my time. Yes. Um, I, I remember recently, I think the reason I t asked you that was I was watching, I forgot what it was on, but uh, it might have been Instagram or something like that, but it was a joke about um, two two girls were like wrapped together and they were supposedly revealing that they had been Siamese twins that were being separated. It was obviously fake. <laughs> it was like really poorly done, but yeah. I thought this it's probably going to be funny. It's going somewhere. They're playing a joke on somebody. And like I just I watched it for I think it was 15 minutes and I watched most of it and it just like went it was so dumb. It, like they put a lot of time and effort into this and just completely flopped on the joke and it was disappointing so i think there must be i don't know if that's like a genre mm. or what but i got pulled into something very similar it was like a 15 minute long video mm. and i'm embarrassed even telling you what it was because it's so stupid but it's okay no one's listening it, <laughs> true <laughs> um it was this couple getting married uh -huh. and this like scientist e kind of guy w had like this technique for layering their cake with like different colors and he was like okay when i pull this off this is gonna drip down and then this will drip down and then it is like a rainbow mm -hmm. right mm. and i'm like all right that might be kind of cool the video was like 15 minutes long like it was making me angry yeah that it was not going anywhere. And then finally, like the last 10 seconds, like they, you know, pull the cup off and all the colors come down. Mm -hmm. It was the ugliest thing ever. It was like brown, like <laughs> all mix. You know, when you mix a bunch of colors together, oh, yeah, they yeah. just turn brown. Yeah. They had a brown cake. <laughs> and I wasted 15 minutes of my life. <laughs> That's funny. And I w was so angry about it. <laughs> Committed. So, but I think that's, there has to be, because I'm seeing more and more of them, mm. where like I get roped in for a minute, and then mm. I'm like, hold on, pause, how long is this? And I'm like, 20 minutes, uh-uh, not doing that again. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, that takes me to this next thought. Oh, sorry. No, that's <laughs> Just fine. I went on a rant. No, I like the rant. Um, but the, so this next thing is what I really wanted to talk about, but it reminded me of, the, the earlier video that I watched, but it was contextually completely different. Okay. This this was a YouTube recommendation, and I thought, I've never heard of this. I want to see what it's about. And um, for you, for your personal, or for Grimm? I think it was on Grimm. Okay. Which often I'm signed into and will look up some music-related thing. Yeah. And... Um, 
I mean, music as in recording or bass yeah. or guitar. Um, music theory. Something like that. Yeah. So the algorithm starts including stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, this is, I guess it's been around for a little bit. Uh, I don't know how many, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't think it's new, but um, there's a device that, have you heard of CD shaving? No. All right, so this device apparently claims... Apparently. Apparently. Not the device, but the, the person that made the device claims that there's light scatter from the laser that reads a CD uh-huh. that is naturally occurring. And by shaving, I think it's a 36-degreed bevel angle around the edge of the CD. Mm-hmm. And then they fill in that edge with a special colored marker. And it's supposed to like limit the light scatter and produce a, a much cleaner sounding CD. It's supposed to like improve the lows and and the highs and make like less muddy. Interesting. <clears throat> and improve the clarity. That's supposed to be a big deal. This thing was like really highly rated, like by a lot of people, which we know reviews can be yeah completely bullshit. Yeah. But I was intrigued, so I watched it, and it was like a 15-minute long video. Pretty interesting. So it went somewhere? Uh, well, the so the device is really basic, how okay. it works. It's yeah. just like a high-spinning... Shaver. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they have a special marker that comes with it, I guess, that they go around the edge with after they do the shaving. Okay. So the guy took... So I'm watching this. I'm like, this is interesting. I've never yeah. heard of this before. I wonder where it's going. And then like that combined with this guy put the effort in to do this video. Uh-huh. And uh, all these great reviews. This thing's got to be something, you know, cool. Yeah. So it wasn't a metal CD, but he bought, he got two CDs and they were jazz CDs. Okay. But he said he was going to... T- to take one brand new, open them out of the wrappers. The same CD, I'm S- guessing. Same exact CD. Okay. He did the shaving to one. Uh huh. And the marker and uh-huh. all that. And then he compared the two CDs. So after I'm watching this for like 15 minutes, he's like, I can't tell any difference between the two <laughs> at all. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> that is the most disappointing thing yeah, ever. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like a review then. Yeah. Like a live review. Um I th- I got the impression that he had done this before, but not I don't think he I think he did it just randomly. Like a lot of times your perception of something like a placebo kind of thing. Oh, yeah, you for think, sure. That's oh, yeah, real. It's better. Yeah. But I don't think he had done it like with the exact same CD. Back to back. Back to back. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, I don't know. It was it was a waste of time, but I'm glad I watched it. Well, there you go. <laughs> and here we are. And now I've wasted your time yes. and everyone else's. <laughs> On that note, I think we should play some music. First up, Exordium Morse with the song... 
a Pyrrhic Sacrament off their second upcoming album as Legends Fade and Gods Die out on Halloween on Praetorian Sword Records. And then we're going to go into Beyond the Catacombs with the song Terminate the Process off their latest release, Fatal Error, out now on Grind to Death Records. Then after that, this is another fine recommendation from Jay Rogers from Paralyzed in Paradise. We're going to hear Severed Boy with the song Sparse Forest of Memories. And they played here recently, and we missed them. Oh, bummer. But uh, they're a cool band. And they're also on one of our favorite record labels, Caligari Records. Fantastic.
You've been listening to Grim Dystopian. Don't be an asshole.
So we have uh, kind of an eventful week ahead. We do? Yeah. What's that blank look about? We have tomorrow at the Record Archive. It's the return of the famous Metal Meltdown. Yes, our favorite happy hour. Yes. Love it. I cannot wait. Hosted by Seth and Mark. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I hope a bunch of people show up. Me too. Looking Um, forward to it. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to start having bands again. Uh, I think the plan is eventually. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anything's in the works at the moment. I don't know. I don't think so either. But But I'm sure we'll find out more on Tuesday. Until then, you'll hear some fine vinyl spun by the Seth. And the Mark. I I said Seth, but it sounded like the Seth. All right, my brain said Seth, (laughs) but my mouth said the Seth. Yeah, you did say (laughs) the Seth. Um, I think that's a good indication that we should... Uh, well, there's more. Get out of here. Oh, there there's is. more, yes. Okay. And then after that, on Friday, as I know you always forget this, it's supposed to be my job to forget this, is our 16-year ah. wedding anniversary. Yes. Where the state has told us it is okay for us to be together. Yes. And Thank you, state. Very kind of them. Yes. And then, yeah. I, and then after that, oh my goodness! The following day, we will start recording drums for the new Waltex EP. Yes, and then the following Monday, we will be having a special couple on. Yeah, oh yeah. For No Zone Lair. Yeah, that's gonna be great. Looking forward to that. Yes, me too. All right. Well, we better prepare for all this. Yeah, I better go take a nap. <laughs> Let's uh, let's wrap it up with a couple more tunes. Let us. All right. We are going to be leaving you with more Biffic. <laughs> with the song Bind, Torture, Snuff from their second full-length album, Squirm Beyond the Mortal Realm. Realm. <laughs> I said that word weird. Uh, this is due out October 24th. This is a lot of words, but... Memento Mori on CD, Headsplit Records on cassette, and North American LP variant and Misako Un Ojo Records for LP and digital release. Wow. Ooh. That was a lot of detail. Yeah, it's a lot of coordination. <laughs> and I, I get the simple one now. Yeah. Then after that, finally, we're going to hear Body Void with the song Erased. And this is coming off of the Ruins release, off of the fantastic... Transylvanian Recordings label. Until next time. Stay safe. You're gross. Don't be gross. And stay healthy. And don't be an asshole. And I just fucked all that up. But remember, trying is the first step towards failure. (laughs) That is good advice. (laughs) 